It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morlang. And here in the virtual studio is Adrian, the homeboy, Holmes, a very own Patreon producer. How's it going? What's going on, good people? It's good to be here again. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for coming by. And also joining us here is, uh, you know him from twitch.tv slash Boba Fletch, Nate Fletcher. How's it going? Good, man. How's, how are you? Yeah, doing pretty freaking awesome, you know. Doing good. I was get, I was getting a little heated in the pre-show, so this <laughs> this show, I mean, it's just gonna be a it's gonna be an extremely exciting show, you know. It's gonna be something. Gonna be something. Thanks for joining me. Uh, last minute this morning, JJ's like, hey, by the way, uh, I just feel like kicking it tonight, so you know, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do the stupid podcast. So he just bailed, but you know, JJ's gonna JJ. Yeah, um, he's over at my house right now on my couch, just playing games. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> crazy. Uh, no, he uh, he let me know. He's like, dude, like with the move and everything, it's so crazy because they're, I mean, they already, I guess they bought the house in Nebraska, but they're trying to, they can't sell their place until like, I don't know. There's all sorts of crazy stuff going on. He's doing work at another apartment. He's just swapped. So he's like, I need another break. I need a break. And I'm like, eh, it's cool. We got friends. We got lots of cool friends. So thank you both so much for jumping on last minute. That's uh yeah, very, very thankful for that. <laughs> no worries. All righty. Um, man, how has uh, your guys' week been? It's uh, been, uh, well, the last couple of weeks, I feel like there's just been a lot going on in the video game world, but how about in uh, you guys' lives, Adrian, anything, anything new for you, uh, with you? Uh, let's see. Well, we uh, started a new software at my job, and it has been, uh, uh, let's just say there's some growing pains. Um, <laughs> yeah. But other than that, um, it's been pretty pretty smooth sailing. Uh, bought myself a new Game Boy uh, for my birthday. Let's go. So, yes. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Dude, how did I not know it was your birthday? When, when was your birthday? It's It'll be, uh, it's on Wednesday. Okay, so, so it hasn't happened yet. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, I, was like, I, I feel like it's something I would have I seen bought, on yeah, Twitter I, at least. <laughs> I, I bought I bought one of those fancy pants, uh, you know, the ones that have like the super clear, super bright modded screen oh, and nice. all that other kind of stuff. So, Dang. yeah, it's looking pretty sweet. 
Dude, I know. I love. Uh, I tagged you in that. Uh, what's that little handheld? Uh, like oh, the analog. Thing. The one the I would have bought. Yeah, they 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 put up more pre-orders for that, <laughs> and you're like, dang it, I just bought the Game Boy. <laughs> Felt so yeah. bad, but oh well, you win some, you lose some. Well, let's see if any of this birthday <laughs> cash comes through. Hmm. There we go. Hmm. Oh, birthday cash is the best cash. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what about you, Boba? Anything new with you? Uh. So yesterday I had the house all to myself from about three o'clock until nine o'clock at night. So I was like, all right, this is going to be the best day ever. It's just (laughs) me, just video games, and it's going to be the dopest thing. The problem is I'm in one of those points, like one of those ruts. So Mm. I was even telling my wife, I'm like, I cannot figure out what the heck to play right now. Like, I'm going through, and of course, I even posted it in the Discord. I was like, I, help me find out what to play right now because I, I haven't finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. I haven't finished Ghost of Tsushima. I, I barely, like, I'm almost at the end of The Last of Us 2, and I haven't finished that, but my save data wiped when I switched to the PS5, so I've just kind of been uh, like, I've been kind of like... That's the worst. ...a little down about it because I don't want, like, that game isn't, in my opinion, that fun to go back through and play. It's more fun when you're first yeah. experiencing it. So I kind of got in that rut and I sat there for like an hour and a half watching a Tiger Woods documentary. But then it came to me. I realized the perfect game. You know when you finally find it and it just clicks? And I played Borderlands 3. I played Borderlands 3 for like a solid five hours last night. Then my (laughs) wife got home. We put the kid to bed and I kept playing. That's how I knew what I was. Nice. That's what I did this weekend. Dude, that's awesome. I have not touched Borderlands 3 like pretty much since it launched. Uh, me and uh, our buddy Keith played for a hot minute together on co-op. And then, uh, um, yeah, it, it was just hard to connect. So we played like for a good, a good week and then we never got back to like finish the campaign. He went off without me, beat the game, obviously, because I'm a fake gamer and don't finish games. <laughs> um but uh, now, have they added crossplay yet? Because that was my biggest thing is like, oh, if they added crossplay, I have other friends who play it, but I just am afraid to go back. Like, it's more fun with friends. So I don't mm. want to just. Yeah, I'm not sure if they've added crossplay. Adrian, do you know? I remember Gearbox was talking about it. Right. I don't know if they had a roadmap for it, but they said it was definitely mm. on their list. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. as soon as that comes, like I'd totally be down to play with anyone who wants to play. But at this point, I'm stuck to PC, stuck to I have it on Epic Game Store or whatever, which is mm. uh I'm pretty like I'm sure they would have by now, but even then I'd buy it on Epic Game Store just to play with you. That's how much I love it. But they have released a ton of DLC for it. So I know I have good. seen and and they're they're like, especially in the Borderlands universe, masters of adding story content to the game. It's almost like you go through the content and you're thinking in your head, like, why was this not in the original game? And that's how good it is. Like, <laughs> right. why would you hide this from the general public? Because <laughs> in my opinion, the general public aren't purchasing DLC. Hmm. So. Dang. Crazy. Well, uh, yeah, well, let's, uh, thanks for, for sharing about your fun weekends. You guys had a more fun weekend than me. I, uh, well, I guess it depends on who you ask. We went to the beach on Saturday. I'm not really a beach guy. I don't like the sand. I don't like sitting out in the sun. I like. I'd rather go on. I thought we were going on a hike. I was like, that'd be cool. <laughs> Didn't end up happening. Um, but uh, yeah, beach was fine. It was a fun family day. And then uh, yeah, yesterday we just like 
hung out, did nothing all day because I was dead from the beach because I was like baked, <laughs> you know, just sitting in the sun all day. I'm like, oh man. But uh, yeah, it was all right. But uh, let's get into the fun part of the show now, where today we are going to be talking about big 2021 updates from PlayStation, Nintendo, and Pokemon. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our super gamer producer, Adrian the Homeboy Holmes, joining us here tonight. Thank you so much, Adrian, for your love and support and for helping us out in a pinch here. Very much appreciate all that. And uh, maybe we'll even get a live indie spotlight tonight. Your super game or super indie boys. I always forget what, what the official name of it. Super indie boys, I think is what we're calling it. Some things in the I got some cards in the works. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. So he's he's we're, we'll see what we can do. Maybe for the first time ever, Twitch can see it as well. <laughs> oh. Um, and uh, also shout out to our super gamer sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Brent Fox, and Daniel James. If you want to support us just like they do, go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. We have a bunch of different level, different levels there where you can get our episodes early and ad free as well as some other perks uh, like our Patreon exclusive show, Super Gamer Book Club. Uh, we actually just recorded last Friday. It will be coming out this Friday, uh, an episode about Dead Space. Uh, that was uh, a fun game to go back through, uh, even if halfway through it, the PC version, which is known for being super buggy, ate my save and uh, totally bugged out. But, you know, <laughs> you'll have to hear about that in the show. Um, but uh, and also just a little teaser next month, we're doing Batman Arkham Asylum. So I just wanna... found out about that today. That's going to be so mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. So supporters over at Patreon, if you want to hear either those episodes or even the previous ones they are all there in the catalog. Um, but, uh, yeah, we will talk about that later. Now it is time for the mailbag. Mailbag time. And, uh, to all you Twitch viewers, you're like, why did he awkwardly pause for so long? It's because in the recording, there will be a fantastic audio clip of Zetch just butchering (laughs) the mailbag. Uh, But this is actually a question from me because we didn't really get any questions in the Discord and I forgot to write something in there. But uh, I'm just curious, what games are you guys looking forward to in 2021? Because, and this is like, I don't necessarily have an answer. That's why I'm asking. Like I might do a little surgeon here while you guys are talking, but I I thought long and hard about this today. I just really can't think of much that I'm excited for. It's like we know for sure it's coming out this year. Is there anything you guys are excited about 2021 games? Uh, well, I'm not entirely sure if it's coming out, but Halo Infinite, looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll um, see. <laughs> definitely RE8. RE8's looking fantastic. I played, got a okay. chance to play the demo at a friend's house. It, it's looking phenomenal. Dude. Um, uh, Seasons, still, I'm still waiting for it. I, I follow the Twitter. I can get updates for them every yeah. day. Have you gotten any response? I know you like tweeted them a couple of times, like, hey, is this coming to anything else? And they said get- um right now they're sticking for PS5. Um, so they said to stay tuned, but you know, you never know. I don't think it's yeah. a I don't think it's a total exclusivity deal because Sony would have would have published it otherwise. So there's always right. wiggle room there. So okay. we'll see how that okay. goes. Um what else is coming out? See, so yeah, I just Googled a quick list here. So there's RE8, Halo Infinite, Far Cry 6, apparently, um, Deathloop. Oh, uh, I forgot about Deathloop. Which I, I take that back. I guess I do know what game I'm looking forward to. Deathloop? 
looks really good. Like watching it the state so sweet. Watching that state of play, which we'll talk about in the news section. Like I'm I'm really excited about that game. Uh apparently the new Horizon Forbidden West is supposed to come out this year. Doubt it. Yeah, good no luck way. with that. No way. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll Ratchet. come out the same day as God of War this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, they they said 2021. Come on. Uh, no, they, I thought they changed it to when it's done. Yeah, maybe they did. Uh, no, every, no, that's every developer. Every developer says when it's done. Every publishing company says a date. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'll Gotham. eat a stack of pancakes if God of War comes out in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights has apparently come out this year. I totally forgot about that game. Um, Returnal, God of War Ragnarok. Like a, so now that I actually have Googled it, again, I was trying to go off my mind because I want this question to be a little more off the cuff. Like what's actually been you know, exciting for, for you guys? Because for me, like there's nothing been at the forefront of my mind at all. Um, now reading this list, it's like, okay, yeah, there could be some cool things. But uh, again, now, now that we're having this conversation too, how many of these will actually come oh, out? Mario Golf. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> that, that one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, my wife and I played that a lot uh, for the 3DS? 3DS version of Mario Golf, right? What was that one called? Mm-hmm. Uh, that Rikers? wasn't Toadstool Tour. That was World Tour. Uh, yeah, World Tour. That was uh, a great game. So when they announced that, what's funny was I kind of ex- I kind of expected them to. So when it came on, I wasn't super hyped, especially since, in my opinion, it didn't look like it. It's rewriting the book on Mario Golf, which that's not a bad thing. It's never a bad thing if you keep those games mm-hmm. similar. But um, it felt it felt familiar. I, one thing I'm a little bit starting to become concerned about is I don't know how much <laughs> Nintendo's really been creative this generation or if they're just mm. kind of reworking old content for the Switch because they get to use the Wii U excuse. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that this game is, isn't going to do much to change it. Now, I, I know they announced a bunch of cool stuff, but I even felt like, dang, they're talking about Mies and it's 2021 and we're talking about Mies in the game. So there was a little bit of stuff like that, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Well, you I, got I wish you that they would Mies? figure out, do you want to, do you want to do stuff with Mies or do you want to drop Mies? What are we doing? Yeah. And can we update them, please? Can they look a little bit different? They looked the same way when I was <laughs> however many years old and got a Wii Right. For Christmas, and I was stoked about the character customization features for the me. It's still the freaking same. It's the same. If you make right. the eyebrows really big and put them together, it's a unibrow. You can still do that. Yeah. Just what's make funny, a unibrow option. What's funny oh is in God. that same in that same generation, they had the Xbox 360, which remember had like the Xbox avatars, which like looked so much better. And like Nintendo yeah. had this weird little me thing, which is just like, yeah, crazy. But um we actually got some answers um, in, the, in the chat here popping up. I, I totally forgot we had a oh. chat because we're live. Uh, <laughs> M to the Itchel says Pokemon. Uh, Zero Faint says Pokemon, which, of course, now that we know Pokemon's coming out, I'm stoked for those games. But up until now, up until Friday, what we didn't even know those games were coming out. Um, Dan Jam Gent says uh-huh. REA all the way for me. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, we got uh, some Pokemon, some RE8. Oh, shoot. How could I forget Monster Hunter? Uh, interesting okay. is that one that one's going to be a little bit different 
And there we go. I got the overlay back. <laughs> oh, my mic's muted. Hey, we're back. Okay. Oh, that might. Okay, you scared again. me there, Adrian. <laughs> Your camera oh, flashed black. <laughs> What's happening? We lost him. <laughs> um, man, yeah, that was crazy. So Discord just totally just crapped the bed, just gone. And uh, now it's back for now. We'll see. <laughs> um, Who knows? Hopefully, bonkers. Hopefully it stays back. That was random. An Capcom. intern just accidentally all death Ford. Somebody, yeah, somebody <laughs> kicked the plug. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy. Uh, so what, what trash are we going to talk about? Uh, Monster Hunter there, Adrian? Yeah, before they took down Discord. <laughs> they didn't want you to. <laughs> uh, no, I was just saying I'm glad. I, I forgot about Discord. Um, I'm Discord. I forgot about Monster Hunter. Mm. And um, I'm stoked. I'm looking forward. It's this month. Finally. Matter of fact, I got to go pick my Amiibos up, too. Now that I'm thinking about it. Nice. <laughs> Like Monster Hunter Amiibos? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Nice. Yeah, they're doing a set for the game. Crazy. Um, the um, the, the under, underrated game that I'm looking forward to the most this year, besides Halo Infinite, because you killed it on that one, if it comes out, is The Binding of Isaac Repentance. The final, which technically it's not a new game, but with The Binding of Isaac, it always is a new game. That's the final DLC for the Binding of Isaac as we know it. And I say that because the creator of the game said there's a potential that they could make a sequel. Oh, baby. Yeah, how long is that going to take to get here? Well, he said he's taken a break from Isaac for five years. So Good idea, Ed. Good idea, Ed. Yeah, so this, this could be the last Isaac content we get, which for the community, which the community being people that have played for thousands of hours, it's uh, it's a big deal. So I'm really stoked. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic, and I think it'll yeah. bring more players to the franchise. So uh, it's a great game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, best game ever. I used to have wow. Isaac behind me, but my wife made me <laughs> put it under the bed. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, yeah, I'm. Glad you guys are excited about some games. And now, now I'm, I'm excited now. Now that I finally remember what's coming <laughs> out. And um, again, that was with some of the newer announcements that we're going to talk about in the news here. Um, Wait, before we do that, how do you guys feel about Returnal? I don't know how to feel about it. I'm not no? feeling it at all. Nothing? Like, not even mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> it looks good. And I, I, I genuinely like Housemark stuff. I platinumed um, WrestleGun. So I know they have a high quality standard. So I'm just curious to see, because I don't hear a whole lot of people talking about it. I think Returnal is good. It, in my opinion, is marketed very similar to um, the Bethesda one that we just talked about that I always forget the name of. Deathloop. Deathloop. Um, because uh, Returnal's marketed as kind of like a roguelike shooter. Um, to be honest, even myself, who pays attention, got them mixed up pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I think Deathloop stands out and looks way better, um, well, not from a standpoint of does Returnal look fun, but Deathloop has an artistic style and a marketing style that really pulls you in. It almost mm-hmm. like completely masks and gets rid of uh, Returnal. But what I did was I looked up Returnal on YouTube after the event and I watched it and I thought, 
damn, this looks like a great game. I wish they would talk about them separately from now on because mm-hmm. it looks really And that's what good. I'm pulling for because this is this is Housemark's first like non-arcade game. Yeah. So this is like a this is like a really big um a gamble for them because they said arcade games don't we don't make enough money on those and we need to figure something else out so this is them branching out so i really hope it pays off for them yeah yeah so they made Resogun. what else have they made uh super um was that them super stardust Mm, okay i only know of Resogun by them interesting let me Okay. Let me not make a fool out of myself. Cool. I feel like they were super stardust, though, but I might be wrong on that one. Yeah. Well, while you're looking that up, let's uh, get into the nerdy nudes. And uh, we don't have any stinger for that, so I guess we're just going to have to uh, remember the yep, good times it was when we had JJ. It was them? Okay, cool. Super stardust. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, so this first... New story comes from the PlayStation blog, State of Play, February 2021, the complete recap. So uh, did any of you guys catch it live or at the very least, you know, watch through the the State of Play like that evening or anything? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it live. Okay, nice. Yeah, I was able to catch it live, which is always fun. Um, We got few announcements here uh let's see there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten things total uh the first thing they started off the state of play with crash bandicoot 4 it's about time uh showing off some of the ps5 enhancements um fur k yeah fur k getting that fur k up in there uh yeah i mean that was that was fine i I feel like I haven't really heard much about Crash Bandicoot since it came out. Like everyone was hyped because it was like the new Crash Bandicoot finally coming out. But other than, I don't know, the initial hype, like, is it a good game? Does anyone know if it's even like good or fun or anything like that? Yeah, or? no, that's what that's what I heard. I heard, oh, everybody's excited for it coming out. And then it came out. Oh, it's really good. And then nothing after that. OK, OK. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one because I feel like it's just like. Eh, it's, when did it come out? Did it come out around something else? Because I feel uh, like it did. I need to stop asking questions that we don't know the answers to. Yeah, stop because it. Jeez. In the year of 2020 through 2021, memory is just a, just a flat line. Around, it was like around <laughs> August of last year, wasn't it? So, yeah, let me see. September 16th, 2020. There we go. Uh, so what else came out around that? I guess I don't know. That's, that's a whole other question now. <laughs> um, yeah, so... What else came out in 2020? Like there wasn't a lot that came out last year, really, because of COVID. It slowed down a lot of development. The so, whole, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. So there was a crash uh, uh, update. There was an update on Returnal. Uh, so I'm just going to read through them real quick, and if any of these stand out, we can talk more in depth about them. Uh, they introduced a new game. I think this is the first time we've even seen or heard of this. Uh, Sifu, an intense kung fu experience coming 2021. That looked. Kind that kind of looks like dumb fun. I'm, I was kind of into yeah. it. <laughs> um, it's it kind of made me laugh, and, and maybe I misunderstood the trailer, but I just feel like there were so many games with the whole like live die repeat kind of thing. Like they had Returnal, mm-hmm. they had Deathloop, they had Sifu, like all these games where you like keep dying and coming back and coming back. Like, isn't that what kind of happens in Sifu? From that's what I understood, anyways. In a in a way, I think that's how it works. Okay. 
Because it seems like your guy keeps getting like, like older you, and older. Like when you die, you get older, which I mm-hmm. don't know if that makes sense. But why, you know, like the trope, the wise master. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? We had uh, Knockout City, uh, Solar I'm Ash. I'm so tired of seeing that game. That Knockout game was City? terrible. I, yeah. Ugh. Now, that's the one they showed at the, we'll talk about it a little later, but at the Nintendo Direct, correct? Yes. They tried to okay. push it on me there. I hated it then. <laughs> and then here it is again. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. I, yeah you've got to, when you're making these types of games, which are clearly trying to be uh, the next big live service, live service, whatever. You have to do something to make it stand out. But every time I see it, I can't help but think the name reminds me of that other PlayStation game, Destruction All-Stars. And it also reminds me of that rocket game where you fire rockets at each other that EA came out with. That was called like, uh, not Rocket Rocket League. I was going to say Rocket League. It was Rocket Rocket Arena, I think. Yeah. That game came out. came and went. And yeah, completely gone now. And I think the issue is all those games have this cartoony style with their main heroes and their heroes are all like very similar in the way that differentiates them. Mm. And maybe that's just kind of, maybe we're just over it. You know what I mean? Look, everybody, stop trying to be Overwatch. We already have Overwatch. You don't (laughs) need to be Overwatch. Do something else. And now when I saw Knockout City, and this is from someone who didn't play Splatoon at all. I thought it looked like Splatoon. Like, I was just like, like this, the colors and the worlds and stuff like that. I was like, oh, why does this feel like Splatoon to me? But again, have, someone who's have never played it and only watched it and Don't seen it. Don't disrespect Splatoon like that. Okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> They're going to shut us down again. I better shut my mouth. Really <laughs> shut this podcast down again. Um, but uh, yeah, it's that does not look like a good game. I, I don't know what they're thinking there. Uh, we got some gameplay for Solar Ash. Yes, uh, they I'm stoked were... for that game. Are you okay? So now this one, I. It's from it's from um, the people, people who, who did you play Hyperlight Drifter? So I did not. I did not beat it, but I played it um, because yeah, it, it was like for free on Twitch Prime one month or something like that. So I got it through Twitch, uh, tried it, and enjoyed it. Uh, what little I played of it, but um, yeah. didn't get super. So this is the next game. Okay. So what's kind of what what about it stands out like is most interesting to you other than the fact that it's made by someone that you know makes good stuff? Like, is there anything about uh, this game that really like stands out to you? I feel like it it's more momentum based. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how they do that, how they play with momentum in this one, because um, Hyperlight Drifter felt more like a I'll say more like a dungeon crawler in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one feels more like a, how do I say it? Not, not run and gun, but like a, I, I guess that would be the closest way to say it, like a run and gun. Cause okay. they, your, your main sense of locomotion is almost like your, like your rollerblading kind of, right. but you know, it's not rollerblades, but you use that sense of locomotion to get where you need to go and take care of your tasks. You're really agile. So mm-hmm. I think that is I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with that and they always make incredible looking games so i'm i'm really stoked to see what they do next with all they've learned from from just uh hyperlight drifter alone right now would i be wrong in assuming this game looks a lot like the pathless at least in the combat style 
Um, like, because every time I see this game, I, I I realized at this state of play, I was like, oh, I've been getting those games mixed up. Like in my head, they're the same game, and they hadn't it hadn't come out yet. But I'm just yeah, I just you're not wrong. I, I just I just yeah, right now to double check. I googled right now to double check, and the Pathless came out last year, so the Pathless is already out. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that. Um, yeah, yeah, there, the path, the Pathless is out. I I've heard that from multiple people saying that that not that they confuse the two, but they're, they seem similar, but but you know what? If they're both good, that's more for us. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent. Okay. And we interesting. We do have to realize that where we are currently in the landscape of video games, uh, I I think we're making video games that are on trend for the time period we're in right now. You know, these indie style, well, actually, big budget indie style games. You know, didn't used to be so big budget. And people kind of fell in like in love with them and they became these indie darlings. And now mm-hmm. I think personally, they've become our new, you know, uh, what's it called? Single A studios, basically. You know, mm. we don't we don't get that triple A to like single A to like indie anymore. It's basically like triple A or indie, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So I think when we have games like this, they match a theme and they match a style that we're used to. And that we love, similar to how we're reproducing Call of Duty every year, and we're making new Assassin's Creed. It, it kind of goes with what we're into, and so what we found is the new and exciting games, the ones that stick out to us, are different this year. And so what mm-hmm. what they've been this year are things more like community games. You know, we've, we've gotten Among Us, we've gotten you know Fall Guys, we've gotten Phasmophobia. We you know Valheim's the most recent one. These ones oh, that have this social someone. aspect to them. And what is that going to mean in five years? It just means that most of these new games coming out are going to have a mega social aspect like that. Um, and it's just going to become normal. So then we'll find ourselves saying, dang, you know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of these games coming out all the time. Yeah. You're, so, I'm yeah. Right I think there with these you, are dude. just a product of that. I'm right there with you. I'm always, I'm, you know, I mean, come on. I have a, I have a thing on here. I'm way more excited about indie games than I am about AAA by far. I love a good Final Fantasy. I love a good, you know, uh, uh, Call of Duty. But indie games are where the creativity is at. Mm. I'm always stoked to see what they're coming up with. Always. Yeah. Nice. Cool, man. Yeah, I I, I might need to watch some more, like, uh, trailers or something of of Solar Ash. Because, again, like, I I always like the aesthetic even of... uh, Hyperlight Drifter, but uh, mm-hmm. and I, I love how they have this sim- similar color scheme in Solar Ash. Like it's almost like you can tell it's the same company because they're keeping the same sc- color scheme. Yeah, at, like neon, like eighties, like pinks and blues and purples and stuff. And red, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, uh, we got some first gameplay revealed for Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Uh, Odd World Soulstorm arrives on PS4 and PS5 on April six. New gameplay and story details revealed uh, in Moving. Kina Bridge of Spirits trailer. Yeah, which, go Kina. Holy cow, that yeah, game. Yeah, go Kina. It, it freaking looks like a Pixar movie that you can play. It like looks it's amazing. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, I just don't know how, like, how do you make a game that looks that look that good and seemingly play so well? Like, is this, I don't know. We said that 20 years ago and we're saying it yeah. now and we're going to say it again in 20 years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. Good. I noticed it was on the Epic Game Store as a pre-order. Mm-hmm. Which, for some reason, I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive. Man, how does how does PS One do this? How does how do these Gran Turismo cars look so real? <laughs> and now look where we are. 
Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah. Kina. So yeah, maybe that one's not exclusive to the PlayStation. I guess I thought it was too, but it's interesting. It's on Epic. Um, it probably is console store. exclusive. Yeah, probably console. Exclusive. Uh, that makes sense. Um, who, who's uh, developing that one? Do you guys happen to know? Uh, I think they're new. Ember Lab. Does that sound right? Yeah. Oh, they're new to the like mainstream a, scene. Yeah, it's I Ember saw, Lab. I just saw like a watermark on a photo here. Um, yeah, I don't know if they've made anything else, but um, no, nah, it seems like this is kind of their first thing. So that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, Deathloop's Deja Vu trailer, a stylish look at Colt's journey through Black Reef. Holy smokes. The music. I love, I love so much mm. about this game. Mm. Like just the art style, aesthetic. Gameplay looks amazing. Uh, the music. Like I hope. I hope that actually is the soundtrack and score for the game is like that type of music just throughout. Oh, you didn't hear? They they were talking about the the Deja Vu song is coming to iTunes and stuff and streaming and stuff like that because so many people are asking about it. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah, man. Like uh, it. It's starting to feel like, and I saw someone else on Twitter say something like, it's like, that was like a James Bond trailer. And I was like, yes, it's like, feels like James Bond, but like not the secret agent kind of thing. It's just like, but that similar action feel and just like pulp, like, you know, action. I don't know. I'm stoked for this game. (laughs) It's going to be so cool. Um, Now, as far as like gameplay goes, uh, again, this is another series I've never played, but it looks similar to like Dishonored almost to me. Yeah, like is that? I mean, that it's the same accurate? studio, so it would make sense that they would take oh, what they it? know. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. arcane. It's arcane. Yeah, okay. Arcane. Uh, of course, yeah, that makes I've, sense. <laughs> I've played them both. They it looks similar. It looks like you know, my main issue, I guess, with Dishonored is it went for the uh, a steampunk kind of look. Okay. Um, and that one's that's never really hit for me. That look, mm. As Dishonored in general, are fantastic games. Everybody should go play yeah. Dishonored too. Dishonored two was completely stepped on by other games or something i don't know why it didn't hit but that's one of the most underappreciated games of all time mm-hmm. um, that playing that game and seeing how amazing it was made me realize like like how devastating it would be not to get a dishonored three and we're probably not going to get one but this is a i mean this is a great follow-up <laughs> so i might say otherwise i'm not mad yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, Dang. Daddy Phil Spencer might say something otherwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Uh, in the last announcement at the PlayStation Studio Play was yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade arrives on PS Five. So good, June tenth, twenty twenty one. Now this kind of has me bummed a little bit because I haven't seen anything about this Intergrade coming to at least not Intergrade, but like the DLC. Coming to PS4, but that, that 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 that's what this update is. It's not only like a graphical update, adding a photo mode, which I wish they had photo mode when I played. Um, let's see, but there's also a DLC that's is featuring. Da da da. I don't Yuffie. know these characters. Yuffie and who is the other guy? That guy I don't remember. Okay, so I think he? that guy is new. Okay, but okay. Yuffie is was in the original game. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because I'd never played the original, so I was I saw those characters. And I'm like, I probably should be hyped like, right I'm, now, but I don't, I'm about to get called know. out. You're telling me you didn't go to the third cave on the left bottom edge of the map? He was in there. Watch. <laughs> Did you oh, even man. finish it? Yeah, 
are you even a real Final Fantasy fan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, man, but like watching that trailer just got me so hyped once again because I've talked about this a million times before, but like that was my game of the year last year, which a lot of people gave me flack for. Like you picked a remake as your game of the year. Like what's wrong with you? I'm like, I did. I gave you flack for it. Yeah, you did. Kitten, given <laughs> kittens did. I don't know if he's in the chat right now. Like I, I've had all these people like give me this trash. And I'm like, dude, is my, I don't know why. To it's me, a phenomenal game. To, yeah, it was an amazing game. For me, it was the first time I ever played it, so for, it might as well have been a brand new game. And it, it is it's so gorgeous. The soundtrack is perfect. Like There's so much amazing. So here and there's DLC coming out, which unfortunately might be exclusive to PS5. And then these enhancements. Boy, this year might be the year I need to pull the trigger on the PS5. It's going to wait a couple yes, years, but I might I might need to get it for Final Fantasy. because And we all know God of War is coming out and uh, Horizon Forbidden West. You know, these big, big games. This uh, <laughs> year. Next Dan said, I want those missing Final Fantasy VII door textures. I'm right there with you, Dan. If I play that game and that door still looks terrible, we got a problem, Square Enix. We got a problem. Oh, man. Yeah, the door textures. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. Like the, yeah, the, at like the hotel. The main door you go in and out of like a few they times. never out. fixed it. <laughs> this is nothing, just a blur. Oh, man. Give me all the Final Fantasy VII, though. It's so good. Uh, But no. Um, seeing like the graphical detail updates and now it runs at a solid 60 frames that makes me want to play it again it really does mm-hmm. I'm, i'd be totally down heck yeah uh so how long i mean this is completely un- unrelated but how long do we actually see part two early next year <laughs> what? <Whoa. laughs> okay I don't know what you're smoking, but I want some. <laughs> <laughs> they already got the engine down. They got the engine down. They got the character the character models down. They, they're clearly far yeah. ahead of where they need to be if they had an, enough time to get a whole Yuffie episode out. But how, so again, having never played the original, how much of the second part of this game, or I, I don't know if it's second, third, I, I don't know how the original set up, but... Um, are they going to have to like create whole new worlds and areas or can they reuse assets? Or like, how does, um, how does that work? How does that look without like spoiling so too much? Like, is that possible? <laughs> it's, they are going to have to do some major retooling hmm. to uh, condense everything because um, I'm trying to tread lightly here. Uh, <laughs> let's just say after you leave Midgar, um, you go to a bunch of different places and I feel like they have enough assets that you didn't really pay attention to when you were in Midgar and certain places in Midgar that they could just, Oh, we'll take this here. We'll recolor it. We'll put it here. We'll do it there. And then Mm. they can make a whole nother place without you even realizing it's the same stuff. So, okay. Um, I don't think, you know what? Okay. Let me do this. I think we'll hear something about part two later this year, maybe like the end of this year. I think it'll come out middle of next year. Okay. You heard it here first. Uh, Kajoma01, I'm going to need you to put that on the board. Adrian's calling uh, (laughs) Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 coming out middle of next year sometime. <laughs> I love so it. I, I'm I'm down. I, I I like a good prediction that uh, is in our favor. That's for sure. I'd love to play the game sooner than later. <laughs> so we will see. 
But uh, yeah, so that's it for the PlayStation State of Play. Um, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about with any of those announcements or anything else that stuck to you guys? I have one thing I want to talk about. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I went on Twitter afterwards, and everybody was giving it basically a D or an F. Because you yeah. know how people will basically be like, how'd you feel about that? What would you grade it? And people were frustrated. And here's the that's- thing. I think <laughs> that one thing I've noticed is the gaming community online as a whole doesn't necessarily represent the core fan base Mm-mm. meaning that i think people watch this expecting not expecting sorry let me get that straight wanting to see something like elden ring no expecting was right yeah I, and they didn't get that and so essentially what they do is they then trash the company and they go online mm-hmm. and they say all this stuff and then you kind of realize how the hype engine is built. Uh, Where's Elden Ring? Where was God of War? Where was yeah. Horizon? Where was this? And now, Elden Ring, you know, as of today, a lot of stuff leaked from Elden Ring. It I looked, didn't hear about that. It looks mid-tier at best because it's not even, not even like ready for release. I don't even know how oh, yeah. this stuff got out. And people are freaking out online. And so I think people set expectations so high and then these companies can't deliver because they're not ready. Um, And then we blame the companies. And so I think as a whole, there's a little bit of frustration on my part because you start to see how the cyberpunk debacle, not not to say they they should have released it. They shouldn't have released it. But expectations have to go on our end too. And so that was... That was a really good picture of that. You know, the same thing happened with the Nintendo conference, which we'll talk about in a second. But man, like, I thought that conference was great. It wasn't even a conference. It's just a direct, like, yeah. Here, they're like, here's what we're doing. Here's what we got going on. Here's gameplay. And it was like, yeah. dope, perfect. The only things that didn't hit for me were like, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's, but there's a huge. The DC Hero hit. Girls game. Yeah. There's a huge audience for the Five Nights at Freddy's. The. DC Hero Girls thing was, I mean, I don't know how they expected that to hit. And then that one we talked about, the Rocket League, Rocket Arena, whatever the heck it's called. <laughs> you know, but other than that, I don't see why this, you know, direct wasn't anything more, like anything less than a B or an A. Like, I, you know, and maybe that's because I had no expectations, but at the same time, I didn't expect to see Elden Ring. They didn't hype yeah. this for months. They didn't put pre-roll ads on Twitch. They didn't, you know, all the stuff you'd expect from a big announcement. They didn't do that. So I got some hypotheses and I'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Right. I, I think at this point with the PlayStation State of Play 2, like the fact that they even announced it was just like a couple days before, again, kind of like what you're saying, Nate. Like, yeah, there's no ads, there's no build up. It was like two days before, like, hey, by the way, we're gonna stay at play on Thursday. It was like Tuesday afternoon. They like, announced this, like <laughs> Okay, cool. Everybody Sounds good. Whoa. Yeah, everyone's like losing their minds thinking like, I, I know a lot of people might shift to like, oh, they're going to drop the big thing. Like, it's why they're surprising us. Like, oh, but no, in my mind, it's like, eh, no, it's just a little thing and we have a few updates. So here you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it says people just don't have proper expectations sometimes. And, and then instead of just being like, okay, yeah, that was a bummer and moving on, they go online, like you said, and just trash the heck out of PlayStation for... No oh reason, my but. god god of war was supposed to come out today they didn't even do that <laughs> yeah oh man messed up messed up but uh cool well if we're done with the playstation state of play 
let's move on to some more PlayStation news. I'm going to lump these two together because there's not much necessarily talk about them. But uh, this first one from PlayStation blog, uh, the first details, uh, quote unquote details, on the next gen VR system coming to the PS5 <laughs> console. Uh, so Hideaki Nishino, Senior Vice President in Platform Planning and Management at Sony. It's a long title and hard to say. Um, amazing, amazing LinkedIn bio. Right. Oh, man. Uh, he put out a little blog article talking about the, a new PlayStation VR headset. They're not calling it PlayStation VR. They just keep calling it our new VR system. Uh, it won't be launching in 2021, but they wanted to provide an, an early update to our fans. Pretty much the only thing we found out here is they are planning on using just a single cord to go from the headset to your console yeah. uh, compared to the single cord. Because I don't know if you guys have played PSVR. There was a cord that went yeah, from the headset. Yeah, I the, used to have one. Okay, yeah. There's, so there's a headset to this little box, and then from the box, there's like three cables that like went out everywhere. It was like blockers. It was terrible. Wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't three. Or maybe it's just two. Either was, way. No, there was it like, was more than three. Was it three? <laughs> it was okay. There's like USB. There's HDMI. Yeah, the two coming out the front, the three coming out the back, the two come from the yeah. headset, the HDMI going from the TV, <laughs> then to the box, then to the PlayStation. Ugh. By the time you're done, you look like you're, you know, one I don't of even the, want to play anymore. You look like you're a BT I'm from tired. Death Stranding, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I feel like, and that's why I hardly played the thing because it's such a pain to set up. I get it set up and be like, now it's nap time, right? Right. <laughs> and oh, I man. had it. I had it set up under my bed, and mm. what I would do is I'll just bring the PlayStation in, and I would plug in the PlayStation, and I play in theater mode, oh, and I nice. can play <laughs> games in bed, <laughs> like no problem. That's awesome. Just sit there and play games. It was amazing. Like that's probably the only reason I'd ever buy a PSVR again. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is I think that the PC offering of VR games is far stronger. So much, yeah. But, yeah. but that mirror or the theater mode the or whatever mode. was amazing. Yeah. So cool. when I when I had it, we were living in a studio apartment. So yeah, like when my wife is across the room sleeping in the, our bed, our quote unquote bedroom, and I'm sitting on the futon in front of our little, you know, even our little 32 inch TV. Like she, which it's funny to say it's little now because back in the day that was felt big. Um, like the light waving like, those giant sleep. brightly lit wands everywhere. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I can't sleep, I can't sleep. So like theater mode was fantastic because to me, like I'm playing on like a hundred foot screen, and uh, it, to her, like it's a pitch black room. Like I'll just be sitting in the darkness, like playing the PlayStation. <laughs> it's great. Um, it's not weird. Um, they also announced that they're going to be updating the VR controllers. They're going to incorporate some key features found in the DualSense wireless controller, along with a focus on great ergonomics. Um, now, Nate, you owning a PS5 and having a DualSense, uh, what kind of features do you think could be added and what or what would you think would be beneficial? Because in my head, the only thing I can think of is like the triggers. That just seems like it'd be wild, like having adaptive triggers in that, but... Yeah, um, I definitely think, the haptics. Yeah, the yeah. haptics. I think there's only two ways to play VR. I mean, yeah, VR. Well, mm-hmm. um, I think those Oculus hand grabber things <laughs> yeah. are amazing. Way better yeah. than the Move controllers. Yeah. Um, or playing with just your hands straight up. So if it was to mm. playing with a controller, I don't know if you ever played one. 
it's jarring. It feels weird. You know, yeah. you can never get, you can never get used to it enough. Um, so you know, I don't know what they quite mean by that. Um, I guess if you're in a cockpit or something like that, the controller could feel fine. But in my opinion, as, as far as VR is right now, and probably will be for the next 10 years, VR is never going to be that fun with a controller. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be something tangible that you can kind of feel, kind of grab, kind of do. Um, and I think, uh, you know, another another very hot take is VR really only plays well to a crowd. It doesn't necessarily play well in long sessions by yourself. So, yeah, I would be interested down. to Don't see let what they do. Pardon me? So you better keep it down. Don't let Zetch hear you say that. <laughs> you know, I haven't played Half Life Alex, so and Half Life Alex, so and I'm not, I'm not gonna say that that's not the exception. But if that's the only exception, at least that I've heard of, you know, I've owned two VRs. I own the Oculus Quest and I own the PlayStation VR. Both of them are fantastic. A lot of fun. Ten times more fun with other people in the room, by far. Mm-hmm. Like as like a party trick, as something oh, like yeah. that. And that's the reason why I ended up getting rid of them both, as I never felt as if either companies gave it a the like hype it deserved and b to be honest the screen kind of sucks i felt like i was playing on an xbox 360 whenever i mm. played vr you know like i di- i never felt like this mm. is the next gen because it literally felt like the second i turn on a game in vr i'm going back in time i don't know see uh, i felt so that that's way that's what i'm looking for- forward to with the ps5 vr well. I yeah. felt that way with PSVR. I thought PSVR um, looked pretty bad, but I always thought the I have a Quest now. Yeah. I always thought the Quest looked a lot better than PS uh, PSVR. Um, it, yeah, it's leaps and bounds better than the PlayStation VR, but I didn't feel like, at least at the time, the offerings uh, were next gen enough. I guess for the you know when you're playing something on your playstation on your xbox or your pc yeah. you're playing mm-hmm. something like horizon you know zero dawn or but the last of us 2 you're playing all these games that are supposed to be pushing the boundaries of where we are you know and then i you know you play a playstation vr game or a vr game in general it's like step off of this plank or you know something like that and it just Sometimes feels like it doesn't though, have legs i will say from i'm a huge um star wars fan and i think the Darth Vader series that they did with, then they partnered with Oculus. I think that was for me. Yeah. I think that was some of the most um, immersive star Wars content. I think I've ever experienced. That was far. That was really rad. Having Darth Vader walk up to you ominously. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. That stuff is really cool, but I I think it got, you know, we're not talking about Vader immortal, but I think it got broken up in poor gameplay loops as well. Like, yeah, just, you know, standing and blocking, like, you know, I mean, like it, it didn't feel a hundred percent. Like I'd almost rather watch a, like an um, immersive movie of Star Wars where all the characters mm-hmm. are like around you and it's taking you to the different set pieces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'd almost rather have done that at that point. Cause I felt like every time they switched me to like, Oh, now you're holding a lightsaber or whatever. It felt like, Oh, whoa, like that's not as fun. I, 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 I think that's probably no, that, no, I can see that because I think that's because we're still in such a uh, what's the word? What's the word for like you're just developing? Um, like we're in such a uh, I guess infant, fetal infant stage, yeah, yeah, 
of, right. of Tito would be even better because it's not even yeah. quite infant. Of um, <laughs> you know, kind of exploring this uh, X, Y, and Z axis and developing for that. So yeah, right now we can only fathom. You know, oh, yeah. you're in the space. Well, how can we interact with it? Uh, uh, shoot a gun. Uh, block. You know, so. Yeah. For what it where it's at right now, I could see, you know, it it does seem like it's repetitive, but you have to give I mean, think about there are people who are gonna grow up with this stuff, it's gonna be second nature to them. Yeah. And they're gonna be able to do things that we never even thought about doing with the technology. That's what I'm thinking about, you know. Yeah, and that's what I'm excited about with this PS PS five VR, because it would be technically a lot I mean other you know, VR companies would disagree, but really it's as far as like the support, especially with games goes, this is our second generation of modern VR. Oh right? yeah. So yeah. Sony's gonna hopefully put the games to back it up and those games better feel better than the PS4 version of PSVR. You know what I mean? Yeah, so 100%. I am excited. I 100% will buy it if they showcase it well. So. The one big thing I'm disappointed though is there's still wires. Yeah. Same. yeah. <laughs> I know, like thing. Oculus has figured it out with some Oculus, like, yeah, Oculus is what, $300 and there's no wires? Come on now. We could have didn't. We could, and, and for how powerful they tout PS5 to be, we could have figured something out. Even granted, if you have to put a processor in the headset. Like, yeah. Granted, totally. if, I mean, even if it's just one wire, if it can look like 10 times better, then, then Quest Two or whatever it is like now, like it'd be worth it. I, like that's the thing. Like because Quest Two, Quest Two, Quest Two. Probably I haven't used it, but I assume it probably looks pretty dang good. Probably better than yeah, Quest. Yeah, my brother Quest. has one. I've used the first Quest and it looks pretty good. So I'm sure that second one looks even yeah, better. It looks even better. Um, if that's if having it just even a single cable plugged in the PS5 can make it even look better than that, like at that point, like. It's worth it, I guess. If it's just one cable, like it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's it's fine, but if if it makes the unit reduced to how it was now, where you're either like standing in one place or you're sitting down, then yeah. I think that's that's too much of a give, you know, too much to give up. Yeah, they have to yeah, yeah. if they're gonna have one cable, they need to figure out a way to make sure that it's out of my way, so that way I can have a play area like Oculus and I can get up and move around in the space. Let's make it like sixty feet down, long. <laughs> yeah, because sitting down is it's not going to cut it anymore. Just sitting down or just standing up in one place, it's not going to cut it. Yeah. Every yeah. unit of PSVR five uh, comes with actually it comes on a retractable spool that you screw to your ceiling. So as you run around the room, it just always keeps it all the way. That's what would be the logical next what is this, step. Naughty dog. <laughs> it has anti-trip technology. Yeah, <laughs> patented Sony anti-trip technology. Get it right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited. I loved my PSVR. I just, and honestly, not a day goes by that I almost like regret getting rid of it. Cause like I did have some fun experiences on there and there's been fun, small experiences since then, like even the Astrobot mm -hmm. games and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, with this coming out, it's like, okay, cool. Like when I eventually get a PS5, that's what I can look forward to is getting this new PSVR unit as well. And, you know, cause it's, they say it's still going to be backwards compatible. So great. I'll be able to play some of those games I missed or I, you know, I either missed playing Hopefully those or, get updated. yeah, that would be cool too, but we'll see. Uh, the next news story is another, it's supposed to, these two are supposed to be quick, but I'm glad we had some cool stuff to talk about here. We can um, make this one quick for you. 
Yeah, so this is a Sony says more PlayStation games are coming to PC starting with Days Gone. Uh, they plan on launching this spring uh, with Days Gone. Uh, last August, we got Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, they don't even mention Death Stranding, which I guess technically it's a PlayStation it's exclusive. But it, it's, it's a, a Sony it, But it's not, it's not a Sony game, even though they paid for a lot of it as well, which is interesting. But, um, but anyways, yeah. Sony games are coming to PC. Uh, there's not much more to say other than... Uh, I don't know why they're they, lying. Like, all their games aren't eventually going to be on PC. I don't know what... Yeah. what like, who cares? People are going to buy PS5s. You're not going to lose that many PS5s by saying our stuff's coming to PC. Yeah. If you want I mean, a PS5, you're going to get a PS5. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they kind of feel like they basically say that though in the interview is like there are more. Like we, we plan on like the cost of games is going up each cycle as a caliber of the IPs or, improve. Because remember when Horizon and, came out, they were like Horizon's coming out, but but that's it. That's yeah, all that's, we're doing. Don't it. expect too many more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're um, doing the slow rollout, whereas Phil Spencer basically just says, "Yeah, everything yeah. <laughs> from the get go." <laughs> and the thing is, at the time, people got on Phil Spencer about that. And now when I think about it, I have so many friends that say they will not get an Xbox because they would rather just play the games yeah. on their PC. And that's, yeah. that's proof. Right there is proof. That's all you need to know. It's not and about... It was like, okay, there it is. It's not yeah. about not owning the Xbox. It's not about not owning the PlayStation. It's about, I just spent $1,800 to build this damn PC. I don't want to <laughs> buy another console. Right. True that. You know, True that. I'll pay for it oh, here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's yeah. why crossplay is so important, and I'm glad it's getting implemented because I want to be able to play with whoever I want to play with, and you should be able to play with whatever box you want, and I should be able to play with whatever box I want. The company gets the money because I'm in the ecosystem, yeah. right? Like I'm buying the game, you get the cut. Who cares who I play it with? You know? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, so I, I, I. I'm excited about this. Granted, a lot of these games I've probably already played, but um, if this is, you know, a new like another step forward for Sony, like I'm really excited because for so long, uh, like a they make great stuff, but they're just not necessarily uh, community focused. Maybe that's not the right word to say, but I feel like they don't make a lot of like even consumer <laughs> pro consumer choices sometimes. Right. Or like more recently, Xbox is like. Uh, you get Game Pass, you get Game Pass, you get Game Pass, you know, like put it on PC, put it on xCloud, put it on Xbox. One dollar for three months. Yeah, <laughs> they run that thing like every like three months. So you basically yeah. get, get it like is paying hey, a dollar for it. Game Pass? Yeah. Dude, for, they stopped doing it. It hurts yeah. my bank account now. <laughs> right. Um, and Sony just hasn't really done much. And I mean, they've made some steps that are like allude to like the fact like okay maybe they're gonna start doing something here um but they haven't until now like now they're kind of like hey like we're gonna start bringing stuff to pc so i'm excited because a i just built a new pc a couple months ago and b i love sony stuff and i mm-hmm. see i don't want to necessarily buy a ps5 right away if i don't have to um so yeah i'm stoked about this we'll see what other games get announced i'm kind of bummed it's days gone because that's the one game i actually uh, I started up. It was so buggy. Uh, I could hardly play it. It wouldn't even play a cut. So you heard it's really good now. And so I shut it down and never touched it. So if it's really good now, that'll be great. If not, it's going to be a bummer if it just comes out yeah. just as buggy on PC. <laughs> uh, I think Last of Us will be here before the end of the year. One or Either two. Either Last of Us or, or God of War. One. At least one. Yeah. 
Dude, imagine yeah. too though how beautiful that would because I mean it looked great on PS4 Pro. I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine Last of Us Two on a PC because that, that was I'm one of the first things. I'm actually shocked they didn't announce the next gen update. Yeah, it's coming. Oh yeah, because what is Naughty Dog doing right now? They're making that freaking next gen update. Yeah, they're gonna make Abby's muscles even bigger. You know how you do this? You know how you do this? You roll out the next gen update and factions at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm shocked. I mean, you you'd think so. It's almost been a year, which is crazy. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost been a year. And they've and been quiet. Enough, yeah, they've been quiet, and the hype totally died down to the point where when they won Game of the Year, did they win Game of the Year at the Game Awards? Yeah, Neil was there. Yeah. People weren't even that stoked about it, but that's an amazing game. It was controversial, and I think it deserved yeah. game of the year. Especially that ending, right, Garrett? Heck yeah, best ending. 20, yeah, 10, yeah, 10, uh-huh. out, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just real quick wanted to see what the spread was on the original Last of Us because they did the original one and then obviously did the remaster later on ps4 and everything um so the original last of us came out in june 2013 and then the remaster which had the updated 4k and not 4k i guess but um ps4 updated. stuff updated textures yeah. and stuff like for ps4 it was july of 2014 so it was like a 13 months later so and then last they did us- another one for pro didn't they uh, yeah they it was like a patch for the remastered yeah. version is all it right was. it was like they patched the remaster um so i mean if based off of that timeline last of us 2 came out june oh it's almost like the same schedule june 19 so in july of this year i i could see them having a remaster um, probably the next day to play yeah yeah but yeah we'll have to wait and see uh so cool yeah if you have a pc have no fear you'll be able to play playstation exclusives one day maybe 10 years from now but one day <laughs> <laughs> i think it'll always be a year or so after release. Yeah. They still yeah, want you to buy that. their box right. or Wi-Fi router. <laughs> Wi-Fi router. <laughs> so now we're getting to, we're, we, we are going long on this show, but that's okay uh, because we have some fun, fun news to talk about. And I'm glad we have Adrian this week because now we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct February 2021. Everything announced. Maybe. Let's I got some things to say. Go. Um, so let's, uh, let's play this where, boy, I don't even know how to hit this one. Should I just like read through some of the headlines and stop and talk about them and do that again? Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah, let's hit this. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Pyra and Mithra let's joined Super go, Smash Brothers baby. Ultimate in March, 2021. Uh, I take it you're excited about that. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh. Okay. Pyra, not only Pyra. But she transforms into Mithra. It's such a <laughs> such a good choice. Xenoblade 2, I think, really fell under the radar after it came out because they it was definitely on the leading charge of the Switch. I think it was out mm-hmm. within the first year or so. Mm-hmm. And everybody played it and everybody talked about how good it was. And then that it, it, it's the Crash Bandicoot 4 of the Switch. Everybody was like, man, this is really good. And you never heard about it again. So I'm glad <laughs> that they got a pick because that was a really good uh, exclusive yeah. that I don't think got enough love. And I hope that this inspires people to go back and play it because that really um, needs a lot of love. 
Yeah, I, I really want them to put that on the box now. The Crash Bandicoot of the Switch, <laughs> Adrian Holmes. <laughs> oh man, that's a comparison that's doesn't seem to fit at all. I've never played Xenoblade Chronicles, but no, I, I get what you mean now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely they look like they could be cool characters. Uh, as far like any character that even at that can switch like that and has like two different almost completely move sets always seems mm-hmm. op in my in my head as well like it seems like so crazy like oh is this like you're playing as two characters that doesn't seem fair i mean the um, but the learning curve is a lot steeper because now you have to learn how to play two characters at the same time right. so that's true that's true um so yeah the new super smash now is this the last one of the set or is there one more after this no i think there's one more okay interesting one or two just keep doing this I don't know why. Well, I think Sakurai's ready to retire. I think like after this, he's like, I'm out of here. I mean, he can he's been retired he's, all the time. Hasn't he said that a lot? Like a, a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, but like, I mean, you can like, he looks tired all the time, but like now he looks really <laughs> tired. Like, you know, that kind of tired. It's like, man, okay. Might be time yeah. to hang it up, give it to the kids and have a seat somewhere. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right. Though. You know, I don't care who does it, but they got to keep doing the character reveals because every single time it does, people are like stoked out of their minds. Yes, yes. always hype. Like always the hype. Biggest event in gaming every single time it happens, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why are people still playing this? <laughs> what? So long ago. <laughs> Smash oh, rules. No, I know. It's I, evergreen. I, I, there's, there's a huge, huge community. <laughs> um. Oh man, this was the biggest troll <laughs> of 2021. They came out, and uh, Zelda producer uh, IG oh, Ayanuma Ayanuma <laughs> comes out, black background, spotlight on the man, and we're like, "Here we go! We are getting Breath of the Wild two announcement. Something, give me a taste." And what do they do? He comes out and says, "Sorry, we have nothing for you right now, but later this year we should have something." Thank that, you. You missed the first part. He <laughs> oh, was no. like, "Oh." I guess since I'm here, it looks like there's going to be some Breath of the Wild yes. 2 news, huh? Yes. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, there is none. <laughs> they cannot, they well, then why are you here, Al Numa? Why are you here? Anybody at all could have come up and just said, hey, we have one last cool announcement for you. But no. No. Or just don't say anything. If you don't have anything to show, don't say anything. For Waluigi just to like peek around him and be like, (laughs) (laughs) Waluigi. Don't even, yeah, like just have anybody else come up and just talk about Skyward. It could have been just another, you know, just show the trailer and get out of there. What it should have done. Yeah, what it should have done is just been like, smash cut on the skyward sword logo like immediately so there's no chance to like like think right. it was anything else because what'll ha- what would have happened is even if they showed like a triforce or anything people would be like ooh breath of the wild too so they need to mm-hmm. just like do the transition or is like shwam there's the logo skyward sword here we go and then show the trailer that way there is yeah. like yeah. no right. like no let down no nothing <laughs> just tell me what's coming <laughs> let me fix the direct for them okay first of all remove that guy coming in there Second of all, start with Skyward Sword. Start with it. That's the mm-hmm. first thing you do. Because if anybody's hyped about Zelda, that'll immediately tell them, like, all right, let's lower our expectations. And then you bring the expectations all the way back up, and you show Splatoon 3 at the very end. Because I don't know how you guys felt about that. Splatoon's incredible. Amazing. So my favorite Nintendo Amazing. Game of all time. And so for them to 
to even announce that, I was shocked because A, they're not even willing to talk about uh, what's it called Breath of the Wild 2. But yeah. now they're going to talk about a game that doesn't come out until next year. Yeah. It's just like wild to me. So why Which, not end that and leave a good taste in people's mouths? Yeah, it was just with, weird. And then everybody would have been stoked. Yeah. With now, yeah, using that logic too that you're saying, does that worry us that Breath of the Wild 2 isn't even coming next year maybe the year after like the fact that they were willing to talk about splatoon 3 which is coming out next year but not breath of the wild 2 is that maybe a worry that that could breath be further of the wild than we think? One got, uh you know delayed multiple times it wouldn't surprise me yeah, yeah. yeah. i bought a wii u because of it <laughs> <laughs> no. so thanks a lot alnuma yeah we oh. already had beef before and then you come out and pull this stunt <laughs> Oh I, no! I bought, a, I bought a Wii U by choice. Oh, does that make me worse? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we both kind of got duped. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But that is the next news here that uh, Skyward Sword HD is coming out. Um, I'm excited because I never played the original one, and I I feel like this is one of those games where some people are like, "Nah, that wasn't a great one." And other people like love it. So I played it, never finished, never okay. finished it. I, I'm interested to at least uh, purchase it and install it on my system and probably let it sit there uh, until mm-hmm. the end of time. So, because <laughs> as I do with with my Switch for some reason, I always get these awesome games that I love and then I just don't finish them. Um, they're there. They are, okay. they're, always, they're always there for me. Always there for you can me. Play as, you can play as much of a game as you want. You paid for it. You can be as hyped yeah. as you want for it. Or I'm not <laughs> playing it at all. It's up to you. Your prerogative. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you said you beat it, never finished. Did you in, enjoy what you played Adrian or was it just kind of getting um, old? I think I got tired of the motion controls. I mean, I, I, I get it. I'm interested to try it again because I don't think the Wii's, uh, motion controls were accurate enough or uh, okay. were advanced enough to handle what, um, what the team was trying to convey at that time. So I know, you know, just off of sheer time, um, you know, and, and technological improvements, I think the Joy-Con are probably insanely more accurate yeah. than um, the Wiimote would have been. So I'm interested to try it again to see if I wanted to continue with motion controls or if I do I want to try with the button mode. Yeah. But I do think I'm probably going to go to the end this time because yeah. I did like what I played. It just it wasn't it was it was frustrating due to the technology limitations at the time right yeah the fact that they're adding adding the button mode it was it seems huge because i i i play a little bit of twilight princess on on wii and i never really liked the whole motion thing either so um, i never did i had it on gamecube uh so wait twilight princess didn't that come out on wii or am i totally misremembering no it it came out on gamecube too Okay, so it came out on both. Okay, that's why. So mm-hmm. yeah, so and I did not enjoy that. So I really hope they that the button mode really is dialed in for this game for Skyward Sword because yeah, motion controls always just felt weird for I don't know. They always felt weird too with 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 at least especially Zelda games. It, yeah, but and we'll the enemies see. are designed to be fought with motion controls too. So that's yeah. why I try to I want to kind of try to do motion controls first just to see if I can play it as intended. Yeah, see what happens. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we got some announcement for some uh, theme Joy-Cons off of uh, Skyward Sword, which looked pretty dope. Um, 
Splatoon 3 announced for Nintendo Switch. So I wasn't necessarily stoked about this because I never played a Splatoon, but you guys seem pretty excited about this. Okay, you have oh, to play yeah, Splatoon. Baby. That's a game you don't have to finish. You can just play it. Oh, you yeah. Don't worry about it. There's no ending. I know that you have, what what's it called? Finality syndrome? That's what I'm going to yeah. call it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's the disease. No, that's what you should say. Next time Zetch tells you or he makes fun of you or JJ makes fun of you, yeah, you just tell condition. him, make up, a, make up a name. Anything. Don't make fun of my my finality syndrome. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> serious condition. I just, just say, I just never ends. want anything to end. You know. Yeah. 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 Oh. So, Splatoon's the perfect game for you. First okay. of all, you might even be able to get your wife into Splatoon. Yeah. Quite honestly. Okay. Because my wife loves it. It's dude. It's a great time. Splatoon three. The announcement trailer was so so. It was mid, but but. Well, no, I, the first part of it was mid. I think up until they got to, uh, I was going to say Inkopolis. It's not Inkopolis. To the city. That's when yeah. it kicked up. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was cool. I'm wonder, I want to know what we're going to do with that. I mean, a little Battle Royale, a little Splatoon Battle Royale. I'm not afraid I wouldn't of be I'm surprised if that was a mode. It. Yeah. Mm. Could be rad. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'll, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see when the when the time comes and if we can get because it's a multiplayer game. If maybe one time we can, it's just the one time I play it, we can all get together and play, and I'll probably have a blast and talk about it on the show sometime. So, oh uh, my god, how have I never played Splatoon? <laughs> you will be saying that. You will be saying that. You'll say it's I, it cleared your finality syndrome. Oh man. Uh, the next announcement we have here is Mario Golf Super Rush announced for Switch. Yeah, uh, coming buddy. June, 20, June 25th, 2021. This new Mario game features speed golf mode, motion controls, story mode, and so much more. Now, I am so excited for this. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> I can't uh, wait. Speed golf looks so much fun. That was such a good idea. I don't know who thought of that, but that looks awesome. Just I can see like chaos. people knocking controllers out of hands, and <laughs> oh, it's gonna be such a good time! Oh man, so good! Looks like a blast. Uh, we have Project Triangle Strategy announced for Switch. Yeah, baby. Uh, demo available today. You guys got to play that demo. It's so good. Okay. If you like Final Fantasy Tactics at all, or any kind of like Advance Wars or Tactics or anything like that, this is a, this is looking like a winner. Okay. Yeah, now this is the same people who did Octopath Traveler, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I loved the art style in Octopath Traveler, and I love the art styles in this trailer that I saw. Um, and yeah, I, I I I might check this one out because Octopath Traveler was daunting to me, knowing that there's like eight different paths that they want you to play through to get kind of like the full encompass this full story kind of thing. Is from what mm-hmm. I heard, and so like getting this, it's a triangle, so there should only be three paths. I'm like, yeah, it's a little more doable. <laughs> Maybe we'll see, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that game. I don't know the, the art in it. Just look at what, what grabs me. That's what grabs me. Uh, Star Wars Hunters announced for Nintendo Switch, uh, a new free-to-play squad-based online multiplayer game by Zynga, your favorite phone developer or mobile game developer. <laughs> you know, uh, I was so stoked until I saw Zynga, and I was <laughs> out of there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know about that one. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout arrives on Switch summer 2021. Good uh, pickup. That's a good game. 
I I still very much enjoy this game. I know a lot of people on Twitter are just like, ah, dead game, stop. But ah, it's so much fun. It's so good. Those are a bunch of haters out there. Those are the same oh, Elden Ring fans. Yep. Yeah. It's all all rules. It was it's it was a, it's a fun time. Yeah. Uh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass announced. Uh Ninja Gaiden they and Master didn't say Collection. Anything about it. Uh they just said they will feature they two just said, Hey, it's coming. Yeah, two waves of content. That's what they said. But yeah, it's, it was, was kind of weird. Super Mario items will be added to Animal Crossing New Horizons this month. Uh, that actually came out February Today, 25th. Right? Yep. Just um, bought some earlier today. Yeah, so I need to, you said something in the Discord. I'm like, oh, I totally forgot. So I need to go jump on that, and hopefully I have some money to, to get that. The last time I played, I think I spent most of my money finishing paying off my house, so we'll see. <laughs> stocks, Garrett. You got to invest in the stocks. Got to do them stonks. Uh, Nintendo 3DS title Metopia is arriving on Switch May 2021. Uh, interesting pick there. Uh, again, yeah. uh, I know how much Nate loves the Mies. Uh, so here you go. <laughs> Another game just dedicated to them. Uh, Outer Wilds. Yeah, I did actually think this looked fun. Okay. Okay. Like, I, the kid in me. The kid in me would have loved it. I feel like I bought this. I, I think it's on my 3DS somewhere. I don't remember if I ever played it, though. I think it was probably like on a deep sale somewhere. And hmm. I was like, yeah, why not? Right. Yeah. When, when you see a game for like three bucks, you can't say no. Even if it's nothing, mm-hmm. something you'll play, you'll never play in a million years. It's like, you can't, you can't not buy this. Yeah. <laughs> At least, or maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I have a no, problem. I'm, with, I'm right there with you. <laughs> um, Outer Wilds coming to Switch summer 2021. Uh, two Famicom uh, detective games are coming to Nintendo Switch 2021. Samurai Warriors I've Five. Never heard of those, in. but they look pretty interesting. Yeah, the detective games that that was kind of, mm-hmm. uh, kind of looks like it could be a, a fun one. Now it, it says Famicom Detective Club in the name. Was it originally a series from, like from Famicom? Famicom yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. So there's a little bit of history there on the Nintendo platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legend of Mana Remaster announced, which I thought was already announced. Which so I, this really caught me off guard. Did he- I think whoever is whoever is releasing this is like they put out a mana collection and then they're like, oh, we forgot this one. Make another one. But what about this one? Oh, make another one. Just put them all together in one big mana collection and leave me alone. Yeah, man. I am so confused at this point because I could have swore like two years ago, like early after the past two years, we've gotten some sort of Legend of Mana remaster. And Every time I, there's a new mana game. Like at this point, I think I need like we need a diagram. I need like a chart. I need some sort of like pictures, lines drawn. We need to figure out what's mm-hmm. going on here because I do not understand what these are. Um, new Monster Hunter Rise trailer revealed. Uh, yeah, boy. Ta- yeah, we're not going to talk about that because we'll get shut down again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tales from the Borderlands announced for Nintendo Switch. Uh, that was a, kind of a fun telltale game. Um Capcom Arcade Stadium Surprise releasing on Switch today. Stubbs a Zombie, No More Heroes, Neon White, DC Superhero Girls, oh, Team I Power. Oh, about Neon White. That was uh, the Assassins in Heaven, right? Mm-hmm. It's like these assassins yep. that go but to heaven to kill demons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's Annapurna, and they don't miss, uh, so I'm going to buy it. Okay. I'm going to buy it. Go. There we go. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for the Neighborhood of Ill, Knockout City, uh, all of our favorite uh, dodgeball game. Uh, from the studio that brought us Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. 
Uh, <laughs> World's End Club Arriving, uh, Bravely Default 2, Saga, Frontier, Ghost and Goblin Resurrection, Apex Legends, and Hades Physical Edition. The second I saw Hades Physical Edition, I meant to text you, Nate, but are you buying this? The as, big, as, as big of a fan of Hades. That would make me want to buy it are the character art pages. Right? Mm. It comes mm. with Those a 32, 32 page full color character compendium and a PC download code, code. So you'd have it on PC as well because you have it on Switch right now, right? I have it on both. I bought it. Oh, on you both. already have it on both. Okay. <laughs> well, you can buy this. Saying, and then give I'm not it. saying I'm not going to get it, but I don't yeah. know. I almost would rather buy an art book, like a dedicated art book. Mm. I already pre ordered it. Let's go. Let's freaking go, baby. Let's freaking go. Full send, Adrian. Full send. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm already, I, I tell you, I'm the number one Super Giant fan in, in the world. So um, let's go. Whatever you put out, I'm buying. Let's go. They it. don't miss. Oh, they shoot. Don't. I just saw now that we got rated by InSource. I don't know why my notification didn't ping. Normally I get a sound in my ear. Thank you, InSource, for rating. <laughs> hey, um, what's going on, everybody? I'm a horrible, horrible host here. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, we're freaking locked in, baby. We were locked in. There's so much Nintendo just dumped on us. Was there anything else that I ramble at the end there that you guys want to talk about? Because there's a lot. Uh, I want to talk about how it is very concerning that it's been three and a half years and we have yet to even see a piece of concept art for Bayonetta 3. <laughs> What's going on? Or, I'm, yeah, I, 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 my mind jumped to Metroid Prime. Same. <laughs> like, what's going uh, on Metroid's only been a year since they since they rebooted development. I, I don't expect Man. to see anything from that for a while, but they announced Bayonetta 3 three and a half years ago at the Game Awards, and it's like, fam, did you even start? Are you just starting now? Did you cancel it? Like... I need to know what I'm, what to expect with this. What are we doing? Like yeah. I, I, I know we were just talking about how expectations, you know, for um, directs and for, you know, conferences like this. But mm -hmm. three and a half years and you don't, you don't have anything to show. I think that's a little excessive. That's just yeah. Me, no, that that is kind of crazy. Now, Platinum Games. Uh, What's kind of their main thing that they make? They make uh, Astral. They like made the, Astral Chain for Switch. They yeah, made Bayonetta. Like the Devil uh, May Cry type games. Near Automata. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like they have a lot other stuff going on at this point, right? No, like, all those games have already come out. Right other than, other, I mean, they have announced a new Near game coming out, right? Other than that, yeah, but I don't think that's the A team. I think the A team is working on Bayonetta, so it's kind of like, well. Are we having some difficulty here? Apparently, like, they're not the A team. Apparently, they're not the A team because there's I guess swinging a miss. Uh, cool. Well, that's it for the Nintendo uh, Direct. And now uh, this one will shouldn't be too crazy long. There's just what three things announced here. The Pokemon Presents 2021. That's right. We got a. It is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. That was on the 27th. Um, Right off the gate, I want to say I'm sad there was nothing announced for the trading card game. Uh, now that I've gotten that, uh, you know, out of the way, off your it's chest. Still time. It's got okay. that off my chest. Just breathe. It's okay. Bent it a little bit. We still got concerts. They're still celebrating. There's still time. Oh man. Okay. This is not related. Did you guys watch that concert? 
with baseball? Absolutely not. Yeah. Wow. I didn't watch it live, but I fired it up like on YouTube for like two minutes. I'm like, no, this isn't it. <laughs> this isn't nope. it. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Um, anyways, back to Pokemon Presents. Uh, we got some fire announcements from this, honestly. I even we though there did, wasn't sure there, there wasn't anything announced as far as trading cards, but on the game front, they got a lockdown this year. Uh, so first off, this is pretty big hitter. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl remakes announced. Those games were originally for the DS from 2006, coming to the Nintendo Switch with updated graphics, um, and worlds and everything. Like it's there, it's not just a port. It's not going to look like a DS game on there. They're making it, giving it 3D sprites, kind of a chibi look is what I, what it seems mm -hmm. like. Um, and I'm all about it because I was telling Adrian. I was going to say, I don't care what anybody says. I dig that style. No, I dig the I'm, style that they went with. I'm here for it. And I was telling Adrian on Twitter, I think I commented on a post. This is the first Pokemon games that I didn't play because is the first ones on DS. The last, you know, it, the first of the series that wasn't on Game Boy Advance. Uh, mm -hmm. My parents turned to me and they're like, no, we're not buying you another console. You have a Game Boy. Yuck, you're fine. You don't need another <laughs> Game Boy. And I'm like, it's different. It's not another Game Boy. You don't understand. It's two of them. It's two Game Boys on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't buying it. So that, was, <laughs> that, that ended my Pokemon career until, you know, until a, a month ago. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm excited to finally uh, play this game and uh, in all its glory on the Nintendo Switch. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is the craziest announcement. Uh, we'll see how it turns out, I guess, but they finally did it. Open world Pokemon Legends Arceus announced for early 2022. Let's go. Open world Pokemon game. It takes place in like ancient kind of, or like I saw someone say feudal, um, not Japan because it doesn't take place in Japan, but the Sinnoh region. Uh -huh. So the Sinnoh right. region from Diamond and Pearl, it's like a, like an ancient kind of feudal, uh, era time period of that which mm -hmm. dude like even like it opens up and it zooms on the on the pokeball and it like just looks ancient and old like it doesn't yeah. look like your modern day pokeballs yeah, I'm like that's so cool <laughs> like i don't know yeah i'm really excited about this it's gonna be pretty pretty sweet um, i couldn't believe it i yeah. couldn't believe it when i saw it I, <laughs> I i was i stood up and my hand was like this i was like there's no way they're actually doing it <laughs> they're doing it they're doing and it. And they're doing it. Uh, it features a game world that's reminiscent of Breath of the Wild with Pokemon appearing all over. Players will be creating Sinnoh's first Pokedex and features Rowlet, Cyndaquil, and Oshawott as starter Pokemon. Because like the way the story is, is uh, people are now uh, just starting to um, uh, immigrate to this new land, uh, settle it, and uh, yeah, they're bringing Pokemon from other areas where they came from. So that's why it has like this... Uh, as far as I know, again, I've never played Diamond or Pearl, but the starter, all the starter Pokemon are from other areas. Rowlet, Cyndaquil, Oshawa. I don't think any of those are from yeah. Sinnoh, if I remember no. correct. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Looks awesome. We don't know much about it at this point, but get hype <laughs> because we're getting open world Pokemon. And uh, who knows? It may be trash, but at least they tried. At least they finally tried. Yeah, at least they finally <laughs> did it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then the last announcement was new Pokemon Snap gets a new gameplay trailer. So that's all. It's just a gameplay trailer for Pokemon Snap. Uh, and I was telling Adrian before the show, 
I was like, is it wrong that I'm not super stoked about this game? I don't know. Are, are you excited about this, uh, Adrian? Because I am not necessarily feeling it after seeing gameplay. I am. Um, I think it looks I think it looks really good, especially for being on Switch hardware. I think it looks phenomenal. I think it's what Sword and Shield should have looked like the entire time. Uh, but I get it because you have to render a whole open world versus a you know on rails kind of track uh, as you're going through the level. So I understand that. Um, I I think and I think I told you when you asked. I said I think if you weren't there originally, I could see how this wouldn't be too much of a draw. But I think if you were there for Pokemon Snap, the first one, yeah, this is right up your alley. So I'm really looking forward to it. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the Pokemon uh, Presents. Um, and now it's time for Super Indie Boys. Adrian, <laughs> are you ready to do this live? Let's, Let's go. go. I got some picks for you. Let's go. All right. So first up, I believe is probably one of the best soundtracks I think I've heard in recent memory for a game and it belongs to no none other than Donut County so in Donut County uh, you play as and I'm, I swear I'm being serious you play as a hole I don't like a hole like in the ground and it gets larger and larger with the more things that fall in oh, almost like to the point where you could swallow up houses and boulders and stuff like that. And that is the gameplay loop is you're trying in every set piece to get everything into the hole. And there's a story wrapped around that I don't want to say too much about because I want people to play it because it's actually really charming and endearing. Uh, but the art style is really good. The dialogue is really good. Um, ben Esposito, who's the developer, rules. Um, and the soundtrack is amazing. I have it saved to my phone because that's how good it is. Um, that's at, and I think it's pretty much everywhere. It's even on iOS. It's on major console stores. Mm -hmm. So that one is um, it's on Game Pass. Definitely a pickup. Yeah, and at, it's normally it's it's not too expensive either. I think it's maybe like fifteen bucks on consoles and seven bucks on iOS. So take a chance on it. Um, and then the next one I have is uh, Battle Chef Brigade. So Battle Chef Brigade is part action platformer, part puzzle game, part cooking simulator. So, and I, Perfect. trust me. Perfect this, recipe. This awesome. Yeah. So you have to, you're, you, you play as a cook who is in a competition with other chefs from around the world. And you're trying to win the grand prize, which is, you know, to become top chef, you get, uh, the sponsorship, you get all this, you know, all these perks and prizes and whatnot. But here's how you make the dish. You have to go out into the fields and you have to hunt the ingredients. You have to hunt the monsters and kill them to take their ingredients back to the kitchen, right? And then you take the ingredients and you add them to the dishes. So you have to make sure you have the right kinds of ingredients. But the way you cook them is you have to do a match three puzzle game to get the ingredients to cook in the right way. And you're doing all of this under a strict time limit and you have to get it all done. So you have to manage your stuff that's cooking in the kitchen while going back out to get more ingredients if you need it and go back in and out. It's 
so awesome and it's really addicting i think i didn't play anything but that game for weeks to get it down i was a pro by the end of it (laughs) um i think that one is on major console stores too and it's on steam um and then my last one we were talking about um before the uh what was that with sifu where we were like you you go and then you die and you go again and you die Mm -hmm. uh my last one is blood roots uh Ah. you play as like a rampaging uh i don't want to say like viking but like your your objective is to kill everybody Mm. just go through and kill everybody (laughs) as as quickly and as as innovatively and effectively as you can and you get killed over and over. And every time you come back, you have to learn from your last mistake. And you got to be able to chop people down, you know, arrows. You can run over them with barrels, bombs, make stuff explode. Uh, it's a really, really good art style, really tight, um, succinct gameplay. I think it's pretty much, it's it's everywhere too. Major console stores and Steam. Yeah. I wish I had some, um, some gameplay playing somewhere, but... Trust me, all three of these are gems, and they're all worth your time. So Damn. don't miss out. So and that good. is your Super Gamer Boys, Super Indie Boys Live for this week. Bloodroots is a bop. Freaking go. Bloodroots is amazing. That's one I, I reached out to Pop Agenda and got a code for uh, when it first came out. And dude, like when I fired that up, I was like, this game is so good. Like, yes, this is this is so much fun. And uh, yeah, definitely check that one out. I I got it on Switch, and uh, it feels like the perfect game for the Switch. Like this run, mm-hmm. like perfect handheld game. Um, check out Bloodroots. I like that one. Uh, but now it is time for our Patreon ad. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Alrighty, guys. Uh, so, if you haven't already, please go check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can go over there, support us for just a buck a month. You get episodes early and ad-free, uh, just like this episode now that you may be listening to live. If you weren't able to make it, well, if you support us over there, you'd get it tonight anyways. Later tonight, I do put out the edit. Um, you get the audio version there, uh, while everyone else will get it Wednesday. Also, uh, you won't hear this part. The ads are gone and, uh, you know, the bumpers at the front and back that you usually hear. Uh, we have some other perks. You get the show notes early if you support us at the $5 level. $10 level, you get shout outs on the show. $15 level, that's our producer tier. Um, just like our own uh, Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes here. Uh, you know, you get to help uh, 
pitch segments, do your own segment, be on the show. You know, we try to include you as much as possible. And, uh, um, yeah, back in the day, who was it? we had, uh, Matt Lou, we used to do losing reviews. His last name was Lou. Uh, <laughs> and we, uh, he made us watch terrible, terrible movies and we did movie reviews, um, about like Mortal Kombat and uh, stuff like that. Sometimes he gave us an all right one, um, but usually not. <laughs> so yeah, that's our, our, our Patreon tiers there. Go over there, patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us there. Also, uh, kind of a newer way you can support us subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, we stream this every, you know, every time we do these episodes, we try to do them live now. And, uh, and also throughout the week, you know, I'd stream games. Uh, I try to do at least once or twice a week, uh, twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys, leave a sub there. Sub start out at five bucks a month. But if you have Amazon prime, that means you have Twitch prime. And if you have Twitch prime, that means you have a free sub every month. So go ahead and throw that at us. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, and it helps support us. Uh, you get right now, we don't have an, very many subs, but, uh, so we just have one emote slot and it's basically my face. So you get a sweet emote <laughs> of my face until we unlock more slots and then we can, uh, uh, you know, have, uh, JJ's face and Zetch's face and hopefully more like fun ones after that. Um, but at this point, uh, yeah, go, go ahead and throw that free sub at us. We would very much appreciate that. And now let's get back to the show. Alrighty, guys. So pre-show, we had talked about doing a topic of the show. We've been going long. We've been going an hour and 45 here. So maybe let's stick to what you're playing. Um, but I do want to talk about, I, I, I see you guys didn't add anything to the list. I have Outriders demo. I know Nate definitely played that one. Nate, you we played been, together. Because <laughs> we, we played together. You haven't talked in a little bit. How about you tell us a little bit about Outriders? Yeah, so Outriders... Um, don't ask me about who the developers are or all people who can fly. That's who it is. Um, and then who else? It's people who can fly and who, what's the other big studio behind it? Um, Square Enix? Square, yeah, Square Enix. Enix. There we go. Um, it's essentially a live service. I know that's a trigger word for some people. <laughs> Third person <laughs> uh, looter shooter. Um, kind of set in an Earth-like place but it's really a new world and so the premise is you're a colony called outriders trying to inhabit a new world after earth's demise if it doesn't sound very original it's not the whole entire premise is not original <laughs> the story is subpar the voice acting is subpar but i wanted to get the bad stuff out of the way first because the gameplay loop of the fighting mixed with the powers, especially with the cooldown time of the powers that you have, it feels so satisfying. Almost like a perfect mix between what you were saying, Gears of War and Destiny, in mm -hmm. that it has that core gameplay loop of Destiny of like fight, kill, loot, repeat. But where it differentiates from Destiny is it replaces, um, you know, maybe really crazy amazing guns that you've worked really hard to get with this like constant barrage of powers. So we've got me who is playing the pyromancer. We, we got Garrett who's playing like this, like time Lord. It felt like as a trickster. 
yeah, the trickster, essentially like freezing time. And then we had another buddy who's basically just freezing everybody, like actually using ice powers of sorts. Mm -hmm. So it felt like all of our powers mixed perfectly together, um, which I feel like Destiny has always kind of lacked is it never felt like, all right, let's pool all our powers together and you can have this happen to this guy and my thing will do this to this guy. It felt like with this game, the powers happen so often that either A, there's oh, yeah. constantly stuff going on or B, like they're working together, you know? Um, and so the gameplay loop and core felt really good. It felt like it had the perfect amount of enemies per encounter, that the loot dropped perfectly. My biggest gripe, aside from the non-original story and the voice acting, is as we were playing it, nothing really stood out to me from a art standpoint. Mm. Um, and I think that might be the death of this game because I think it has everything it needs to do really well, to be the next division, possibly. Maybe that size of a game. But what the division has that this doesn't is almost like a gripping premise. And this one feels like even its art style wasn't built to draw people. And it almost feels like Square Enix was like, let's commission this team to create a live service game with the safest things we could possibly do. Mm. So, you know, I, I am worried that it won't hit. And so when we were talking about, will you get it? Like normally 100% I get it. But if there's no guarantee that everybody's going to play it for a long time, there's no way I'm getting it. It's a waste of 60 bucks. But yeah, um, I, I'm being I'm tiptoeing around the game because I, I don't want people to get suckered into a $60 price tag because I tend to overhype things. I think it's a great time. I think 100 percent you should check out the demo. If it's not for you, yeah. that's totally makes sense. But I think that this core gameplay loop will draw a lot of people in. Yeah, man, I I really enjoyed enjoyed our play as well. Like it's and going back to the abilities, I, I think that's what stood out most to me. I feel like like yes, you use your gun to deal a lot of damage, but your guns don't deal a lot of damage without the use of like these abilities. So like I would run in there as trickster. I had this ability where basically there'd be this huge just like poof, explosion, like everything would just like turn blue and like a radius around me, and it froze time. And what the coolest thing, like you're in this bubble. And bullets are like slowly just flying at you. So you can like dodge out of the way of them, like totally matrix. Um, all the enemies slow down, whether they're in the bubble or not. Basically, as long as you're in the bubble, everyone else slows down. And it's pretty cool for a live service game for like time to slow down. It yeah. feels weird. It's cool. It's so cool. And then, yeah, so like I would freeze time, which allowed like Boba to get a good like beat on someone and like blast them with this uh this firewall and then you know yeah our other buddy with the, the technomancer um he had something where it was like literal ice he would like just freeze people in place so like then we could just pelt him with our gun so he's like frozen in time so we can get the like i don't know everything was just working so perfectly the abilities refresh so quickly like you were saying like it's never like oh it's on cooldown for a minute like no it was like why like 15 seconds maybe 10 seconds at least for yeah. some for for most of mine anyways it was like pretty quick um i could teleport around like i could just aim at an enemy teleport behind him uh hit him with my i had this sword that did a ton of damage and then just like hightail it out of there um the gameplay of this game is uh really almost perfect in some senses like it's just it, it, at least fun it's it's really quite a lot of fun 
Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you with, with the gripes where like the story is not original, uh, and okay, what's going to, what's really going to make this game unique and stand out at this point? Cause it does just kind of feel, um, bland and samesy. Um, so like a gameplay can go a long way, but I don't know if it could completely carry this. I think about Anthem a lot when I played it, because when I played Anthem, I thought that game was going to have legs. I thought with support Anthem would be fine because the gameplay felt so good. You know, the flying and the, and the, the combat. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. So I am worried for this game, but um, I think what it has that Anthem doesn't is a sense of direction. Um, And I feel like the devs are confident seeing like when you have play the demo, they give you about two hours of playtime, but you can see how the skill trees go and you can see how you can progress over time. So many upgrades. And you get more powers and just, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So even if, even if it doesn't hit and it becomes a deep discount play, I'm, I'll probably get it just to play through the, all of that progression and stuff with friends. With definitely um, with friends, but, that's the key. Yeah. Like oh, even yeah. never. Like, I wouldn't play it by myself. Yeah, this demo is it very made it very obvious. Like, oh, this would not be super exciting to play <laughs> alone. Yeah. Like, it, you have to do it with friends. Um, uh, yeah, it was a fun one. It's a good game. The only weird thing too, I forgot we didn't mention. There's four classes. But you only play with three people in the squad. That seemed kind of weird. Yeah. Hopefully, that's something they change or update. Who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, because there's four classes. You know, but. If it's balanced for three, keep it at three. The thing is, the devs said that they made up for four, and it felt too um, chaotic. And I can see that because with three, there were times where it was so chaotic that like our computers were all slowing down. None of us have bad computers, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's like trying to render so much on the screen at once. It felt like, like, whoa, you know? So, Mm -hmm. uh, with four, I can see why it'd be more chaotic, but at the same time, I agree, you know, maybe, and I hate to say this, maybe add more of a cooldown to all the powers if you're adding a fourth, but I don't know. I would agree the fourth person would make it feel like, oh, there's a point to all having our different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool cool um adrian have you been playing anything that you want to share with us um i mean nothing like outstanding like these past couple of weeks have been pretty rough so mm-hmm. i've uh kind of retreated to some old comfort food so i uh pulled out my old uh my ps2 and i've been playing some uh some dragon quest 8 nice so it's um, it was the best Dragon Quest until Eleven came along. So, I don't know. It's just nice to to. I don't know. Have something to focus on, or just sit there and just veg out and grind for a little bit. Right. So, so something something familiar, something fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's totally. awesome. Cool, dude. Well, thank you guys so much again for joining me this week. I know it was kind of last minute, and we went long today, but we had some fun along the way talking about some, some cool stuff coming this year, big 2021 announcements, um, or at least a lot of small some ones, laughs, some, some tears, some, some laughs, crashes, some, some crashes, a whole lot of stuff. Crash Bandicoot fours. <laughs> <laughs> some crash fours. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, watching, whether you're live or on Twitch, uh, live on Twitch or on YouTube. Um, 
By the way, uh, we hit 100 subscribers last uh, two weeks ago on YouTube, so we now have a vanity URL. So youtube.com slash supergamerboys. It's official. We made it to the big league, so yeah, there we go. We're good. Momentum, uh, <laughs> baby. Let's keep it up. And if, and if you get us to 150, we'll watch another bad movie with that old uh, Patreon producer. <laughs> we'll bring Matt Lou back from the dead. <laughs> into a losing review um <laughs> you can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys if you want to make us watch bad movies or play bad games um sgbstore.com if you want to buy some sweet merch we got t-shirts stickers mugs all sorts of fun stuff over there even a blanket with our faces on it well my face jj's and zetch's face um and uh remember you can rate and review us over on your favorite podcast apps on youtube make sure to smash that like button and uh, click that subscribe so you know when the new videos go live. Uh, I love how just like that's so cliche that is, but I love to say it. It feels so good to just smash that like button. Uh, you can crash us, that like button. Crash it. <laughs> you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, Facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I am over on Twitter and Instagram at gmorlang. Uh, where are you at, Adrian, on your social media? Uh- everywhere at homeboy that's h-o-l-m-b-o-i nice and uh, nate do you have any social media you'd like to pimp yep you can always find me at boba fletch boba fletch at all the places there so awesome well thank you so much to star andrews for our logo you can check her out on instagram at ground floor graphics and facebook.com slash ground floor graphics and uh yeah that's it so on behalf of Nate and Adrian, myself, we thank you all very much for joining this week. And uh, yeah, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. See ya. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.